comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This episode of Tales from the Attic is brought to you by Action Lab Entertainment, presenting the Action Lab Signature Series, its next line of books available for pre-order this December. The Action Lab Signature Series is dedicated to showcasing the very best up-and-coming talent. These limited edition releases are hand-signed and numbered by the creators, and the Signature Series will offer an ever-expanding catalog of genre-spanning titles that are guaranteed to thrill and entertain independent and mainstream fans alike. The three Signature Series books that are available for order are as follows. Monsters Are Just Like Us, a storybook art book written and drawn by Super Ugly, Space-Time Condominium Season 1, trade paperback, written and drawn by Dave DeWanch, and the original graphic novel XO1 and the Rock Solid Steelbots, written by Sean Pryor and Adam Bezignotti, and drawn by Daniel J. Logan. Each Signature Series book is signed, numbered, and limited to 500 copies. Make sure to pre-order your copy at your local comic retailer or online comic shop this December. The Action Lab Signature Series. Independent creators. Instant classics. Instantly collectible. For more information, go to www.actionlabcomics.com. to another sighting adventure of what the what no way How'd they get all these animals to do this? Was that a monkey? Was that a pigeon? What the... Oh, that was awesome. It must be Christmas time again. I can't believe it. Holy crap, ladies, can you believe it's Christmas time already? Huh? Can you? I know. All right, all right. Oh, wow. That was the sound of Black Friday right there. Hello, and welcome to Tales from the Attic Christmas. Craptacular Volume 2 Episode 1 
That was a lot of numbers. And before we get started into our Christmas craptacular, fantastical, spectacle, other adjectives, let's get down to business. Business at hand. We have a sponsor. And his sponsor during this holiday season is DCBService.com. That's right. You like comics? Obviously you do. You're listening to this right now. I get to talk about comics. You get to listen about comics. It's fun. And uh, where, where can you go to get, I don't know, 35, 45? What am I going to say? It? I'm going to say it. 50% off? Sometimes 75% off. Your 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 comic books. What? Seventy five percent Yeah, they do that there. DCBService dot com. Go ahead. Anything in previews that you want to look at? T shirts, hats, all that stuff. That's there. Right there, previews. DCB service got it. Boom. What a healthy little discount. Taboot. Taboot. All right, now that now that that's out of the way, we are going all the way back to March 1986. Okay, that's weird. Uh, the Outsiders, number five, by Mike W. Barr and the legendary Jim Opero. The name of this story: A Christmas Carol, 1985. We open, and it's. We're opening, and it's 40 years ago in New York City. There are two friends who went into business together, and it's Mudge and Morley accountants and a little Christmas wreath. They were honest. They worked very hard, and it shows them there's filing cabinets, and one guy's got a pencil behind his ear, which shows that he's, he's crunching numbers, and the other guy's got a file and a lamp, and he's smiling, which shows that he likes accounting. And then... It says they were honest and worked very hard, but sometimes that's not enough. And there's this, there's, there's this dude that comes in with a tie and a suit, and he says, Look at you you two bright guys sitting in this hole. The boss is, is moving me to L.A. pretty soon, and I could use a couple of bright guys as my bookkeepers. Oh, is that what we're calling it now? Bookkeepers. In the in the in the in the one of the guy the guy with the glasses that was happy because he had a lamp and a file he's all like afraid not Mister Sinclair we don't want your kind of money what kind of money is it and then the other guy with the pencil behind his ear and the in the added machine is all like Morley speaks for both of us Sinclair get out and like everyone who was ever young. They thought they'd live forever. And Morley's, he's coughing now. And, and the other dude's like, M Morley? Right? And then the next scene is Morley's in his bed. And he's coughing and he's weak. And the other dude is holding his hand. And he says, Morley, why didn't you tell me about this? Now the doctors say, it's too late. And Morley says with his dying breath, No. Money for doctors. Mudge. Oh, obviously. If he's Morley, he must be Mudge. How about that? I put just put that together. <laughs> together forever. Um, he says, 
You just keep the office going. Don't worry. I'll pull through. And also, like everyone who was ever young, they were wrong. And and Mudge is just sitting there right in front of it. Harold, Harold Marley. 1920 to 1945. Guy's dead. This began feel a lot like Christmas. Oh, holy crap. Dude, I'm not even into... Never mind page five. I'm in panel six, and there's already a death. Oh, my God. I wonder if he went to the Marvel Universe and, and got addicted to cocaine that was on the streets in their Christmas specials. See, editor's note, see last year's Christmas Craptaculars. And the voice comes from behind um, Mudge. <laughs> and he says, a real shame about your friend, Mudge. It's hard for an honest man to make it in the world today. But my offer's still open. And it's suit and tie guy from before that they threw out. And Mudge is crying. He's upset. He's downtrodden. He's feeling very melancholy, maybe. I don't know. He could be. And he says... I'll do it. Dun, dun, dun. And now we go to an oil f- freighter thing in the middle of the ocean with a huge freaking NASA-sized satellite dish on top and, and, a, and a big helicopter pad. And it looks like there's a spot to land an airplane, but not really because it doesn't really look like it's about that that big. And, um, and there's a voice coming from the, the oil freighter thingy. It kind of looks like, did you ever see Armageddon with Bruce Willis and Liv Tyler and, and the Ben Affleck? And then they, they go, they're on that oil thing. That's what it is. It's one of those. But this one's all fancy. Excuse me. I needed water. I was feeling a bit parched. The holidays takes a lot out of me, pal. A lot out of me. Anyway, here we go. Dun, 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 here we go. And a voice comes and it says, I have called this meeting to discuss an important development concerning the criminal element of our community. What community? You're on an oil freighter in the middle of the ocean. And Geoforce says, Black Lightning will give us all the details. And Black Lightning says, Thanks, Geoforce. The problem, people, is this man. And he shows a picture of... L.A. gang lord Tommy Sinclair, but he really doesn't look like an L.A. gang lord. He kind of looks like um, an extra on uh, Law and Order. He's he's got a suit and he's got like a, a it looks like a white toupee, and um, it, but the mustache makes him look very uh, criminal, very 1930s. You know what I mean? Um, after a long career in the mob. He's getting ready to retire and move to a country with no extradition treaty with the U.S. Should the feds ever get anything on him? Oh, so this guy's smart. He put in his 30 years with with the mob, got his gold watch, and he's like, I'm going to like uh, one of those countries where even if they find out I killed 5,000 people, they can't do anything about it until I come back here. And, um... Black Lightning's like, and if anybody's got the the goods on Sinclair, it's his accountant, Eben Mudge. And and they show a picture of very older uh, Mr. Mudge. He looks very miserly. 
if I could say that. Can I say that? And Halo and Katana are looking, and Halo's going, What a sad-looking old man, Katana. And she's whispering. I don't know why they're whispering at this meeting. And um, Katana's like, he's a, he's a racketeer, Halo. Do not pity him. So that's nice. So I guess racketeers don't have feelings either. Uh, Metamorpho turns around. He's like, we're going to try and pry some evidence out of this mudge guy. Sounds like a tall, tall order, BL. BL, he called him. It's like bacon lettuce without the tomato. You know what I'm saying? And Black Lightning just slaps him and says, don't call me BL. My name is Black Lightning. He didn't do that. He goes, I know that metamorpho, but there's a way we can do it. We'll need some help from you, Looker. And then there's Looker. And she goes, I'm always happy to help, Jeff. Just ask. See? See? Metamorpho? All you got to do is say his name is Jeff. Not bacon lettuce without the tomato. Meanwhile, and there's a big estate. And it cuts through and it's, there's a car driving up the estate. And it says, why do we have to visit my uncle, Janice? Let's go to a movie or donate a kidney or, and he didn't say donate a kidney. I said that. She says, we can't afford the movies, Dan. And you promised your father you'd look after, you'd look in on his brother once in a while, remember? And he goes, yes, I did. I'm, I'm just afraid some of his nastiness will rub off on our daughter. And she says, or our son. And she's pregnant. And she's wearing a very ugly maternity top that is, like, super yellow with some freaking weird looking. It has a collar with a f- weird freaking, like, sailor tie on it. I, I don't know what's going on. There's no snow. Oh, that's right. They moved to L.A. That That's right. They packed. <laughs> the Outsiders, they left Batman, got the looker, and they packed up and moved to Beverly Hills, that is. Oil freighters. Drug dealers. Merry Christmas. And then the butler comes to the door and he's like, Mr. Midge, we'll see you in his study, Mr. Murdoch. And he's all, thank you, Pearson. And, and, and Mr. Mudge is all like, Daniel, my boy. Daniel, my brother, you can... That's not... You hear me? That's to me physically turning the pages. It's like you're here in the room with me. And he's very happy. Mr. Mudge very happy. Smiles. He's got on a smoking jacket. Very leisurely. Very 1950s leisure. And he says, how are you? You so rarely come and see me anymore. See, that's an old person thing. There's a little dig, you know. And Janice, you look so lovely. And and, and he's all, hello, Uncle Eben. And they're all, uh, he, he hits a button. He's like, I'll get us some refreshments. You know, Daniel, that my job in account in, in, in my accounting firm is still open for that vice presidency. And, and, and um, Daniel's like, thanks, Uncle Eben. But you, you know I'd rather be on my own. And um, he said, that promise you made to your father, A-boy? He hated me to his dying day. He even changed his name. But I never went hungry. I always had a roof over my head. And Dan- Daniel says, and it was all bought with blood money. And then um, um, Janice is all like, Dan, you promised Uncle Eben. We we brought you this. It's not much, but, well, Merry Christmas. And she goes to hand him this package that kind of looks like those cheap Russell Stover's candies. But I can't tell 
because it's just it, that's what it looks like. And he gets all mad and he's all Christmas. He said a, a plague on it. I say. I don't know why all of a sudden he became British, but he did. He goes, I lost my best friend on Christmas years ago. If I had my way, the holiday would be done. It'd be gone. But he'd never to. And Daniel's like, I had enough. And he grabs his pregnant lady and they leave. And, and she dropped the present. And he picks up the present. And he goes, Christmas, bah. And he throws it into, he doesn't say bah humbug, but he says bah. And he throws it into the waste paper basket. Meanwhile, back at the uh, oil freighter freighter thing. And, and uh, Katana's saying a hell is something wrong, Gabrielle? You certainly don't seem like that. You have the Christmas spirit. She goes, I guess not. It just doesn't seem like Christmas. Not without snow. And Katana's all, but you hate the cold. She goes, yeah, I know. Pretty dumb, huh? And Katana's like, not at all. Why don't you go practice your flute? <laughs> and there's a little kitten, and the little kitten's playing with, with Halo's pants. And and, uh, and Katana picks up the kitten and gives her to, to Halo. And she goes, perhaps that would cheer you up. And Halo's all like, well, at least things can't get any worse. And, and, and Katana has a piece of paper in her hand. And she looks back, and she's thinking. She goes, I hope not. For your sake. Dun, dun. What does that mean? And then we're at some kind of apartment estate thingy now. And there's a ding dong. And there's a a mailman. And he's got like this. His mouth is wide open. He goes, sorry, I didn't hear you, Mr. Carmody. Wow, she knows her mailman's name. And it's a looker looking all sexy. In a, in a, in a yellow uh one piece that's slit way high up the sides and way low down the front and she says I was just getting my daily dip can I help you and he's all um yes Miss Briggs I've got a registered pack package uh oh I see pornos that start out like this I've got a registered package for an Emily Briggs zip no this doesn't I'm sorry Just I'm, this is Christmas okay can you alright with the dirty talk already. He's all, I've got a registered package for an Emily Briggs. I wasn't sure if it was a mistake or what. And she goes, I'll sign for it. It's my my sister. She's visiting me. Yeah, that's it. And then she comes inside. I don't know why I did that for the looker, but I don't know. And she goes inside, and there's this ginormous picture of herself in a profile Next to her in a profile looking at a the package. And then she opens up the package and she gasps. And then there's this mousy looking woman with this normal looking guy. And in the card it says, To my loving Emily. Oh, I'm sorry. Let, let me do this. All right. <clears throat> to my loving Emily. I hope this is our last Christmas apart. Oh, my love, Greg. And then she opens up the package and she lifts up and there's like a weird looking dress thing. It's a very weird dress. Very 80s. Um, yeah, very 80s. And uh, there's a van. 
It's not down by the river. No, it's outside that estate that we saw where Mr. Mudge lives. And there's voices inside, and it says, there's Mudge's place. And um, another voice says, it looks easily taken, Jeff. And then uh, then, um, Black Lightning says, don't believe everything you see, Brian. He works for the mob. So he's got enough security cameras to supply George Lucas. Misa crazy. Misa no like this. And so they show you, and there's literally video cameras that are the size of small schoolhouses. This thing is huge. It's, It's ginormous, and it's supposed to be resting on a fence. But the way they drew it, I mean, it's insane. So then Black Lightning looks at Metamorpho, and he says... There's ways around that. Be ready to move in 30 seconds. Really? 30 seconds? Black Lightning, by the time you close that door, that's 30 seconds. All right, let's be realistic here in this comic book about superheroes who are... Okay. (laughs) So Halo looks at Looker and she says, You've been awful quiet, Leah. Are you okay? And, um... She, she says to Halo, she goes, Tell me, Gabby, dear. Men are such children, don't you think? And, and Halo's all like, uh, Sure, I mean, everybody knows that. Who doesn't know that? So, Black Lightning walks up to the, to the fence where the ginormous security camera's on. He goes, This calls for a trick I used in Russia. A little asterisk. Last issue. It was in the last issue. But with a twist... I'm betting Mudge hasn't he hasn't put in a backup generator for his security system. So he fries the fence, which in turn fries everything. The house goes black, everything. And then the outsiders jump over the fence and fly over the fence and and, and all this stuff. And then the, the butler's inside the house, the butler's on the uh on the phone with Mr. Midge in the same house, but he's on the phone with him, and he says, No, sir, the blackout was with, was totally without warning. I've called the electricians, and they say... And Mudge is like, Never mind, person. Pearson. <laughs> person. <laughs> Never mind, person. You people. You people, person. Uh, he said, It must have been some kind of fluke. That'll be all. And he closes... Um, he uh, closes the phone. He hangs up the phone, and then Black Lightning and the Looker are behind him in the window, and he's at his desk, and he's writing something, but he's using his lamp. Yes, they just knocked out the electricity, but he's using his lamp. And then uh, he says, you ready with that letter, Looker? And she goes, I got it right here, BL, bacon lettuce with no tomato. And then... Um, <laughs> She just, she flicks her finger and this piece of paper does like a 360, a 180, flippy floppity floop, and it lands right into the next ledger that he's going to open. And then he goes, as soon as he opens that next ledger, he'll see it. Perfect looker. And she goes, I know. So he opens it up and, and uh, he he sees it and he goes, what's, what's this? It's a note and it says, Eben. Do the right thing in memory of our friendship. Your friend, Harold. <gasps> that was Harold who died all the way back in 1940. And he's like, this can't be possible. It's impossible. And then uh, 
Black Lightning goes, go, Katana, and don't miss. And she's got a blow dart gun and spits something that lands in his cu- cup of coffee and or slash hot cocoa. We don't know which one it is. Which one do you think it is? I don't know. <laughs> it's a nail biter. We'll figure it out. But listen to this. Mudge is no joke. He's like, that's not his handwriting. I know it's not. There's no way it could be. And so he opens up a copy of A Christmas Carol. And it says, to my dear friend Scrooge, quote unquote, Scrooge Mudge, Christmas 1944, Harold Marley Morley. And he's like, it is. And then Geoforce looks at Black Lightning. He's like, they're all looking. The, the entire team of outsiders is looking outside the window. It's, it's just like they're just looking inside the in, inside the guy's house. You've certainly done your research to convince him so. It took that private detective a while to find some samples of Morley's handwriting on New York records, but it's paying off. Um, and so he goes, I haven't looked at this book since Morley died. And he drinks from his cup of coffee slash and or hot cocoa or possibly a mix of both. Can you imagine a world? Anyway, and he's he's like, but this letter, where did it? And he's yawning like this. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. and he's starting to fall asleep. And um, Black Lightning says to Katana, he goes, the drug in those pellets, they put him in a suggestible state of mind, question mark. And she goes, yes, it's an old samurai potion, harmless but effective. And he goes, the study soundproof. How does he know that? But anyway, he goes, let's go look her. You're on. And she goes, yes, Jeff, dear. And she comes in and she looks into his eyes and she goes, Mudgy, darling, look at me. And now all of a sudden he see he hears a ghostly voice that says, Mudge, Eben Mudge awaken. And he goes, Who? No, who are you? And he goes, better to ask who I was. For in life I was your partner, Harold Morley. And he's wearing all these chains and such, and it looks like Harold. And he's like, no, you can't be. And he goes, I no longer trust my senses. I've used them for so long. You're a, you're a drop of eggnog gone bad. Uh, a lunch bedeviling me. That's all. Perhaps... Mudge, but has any e- egg ever deviled you like this? And then all of a sudden his chair is moving and floating and shit. And he's like, let me down. Oh, my God, let me down. And uh, Halo and Black Lightning are in the back. And he's all, Halo's all like, now that's a great disguise on Brian. Right? <laughs> and Black Lightning's like, Dr. Chase did a good job on him all right. Your time's coming up, Gabby. Better get ready. So now, um, Mudge is all like, I believe you, Harold, but but why do you wear the chain? Why are you here? And he's all, I wear this chain because I am tied to this mortal plane by your guilt, Eben. You do wrong, and you know it. And... And he's all, but you will have a chance to make amends. You'll be visited in turn. I bet you it's three ghosts. I bet you it's three ghosts. By three spirits who will show you how. And he's all, I think I'd rather not. You have no choice. In moments, the first of spirits will appear. Heed their advice, Eben. It's not too late. And then Harold's all, 
He's, I mean, uh, Mudge is all, Harold, wait. And he's fading away. And then Brian pulls off his mask like a bad guy in Scooby-Doo. And he's like, you missed your future as a special effects expert, Rex. And it's Metamorpho who's doing all these, like, funky clouds and lights and such. Oh, God, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's rude. Yes, this is fantastic Christmas craptacular. Oh, my God. I don't know what happened to me. Uh, anyway, then he goes... He goes, why do you think my favorite food is pea soup? Making an exorcist joke on Christmas in March. That's right, because the beginning of this is in March. Don't think I forgot. And he's holding his hands, and and uh, uh, Mudge is holding his hands and his and his his face in his hands. That's what I meant to say, and that's what I said. And he goes, this can't be happening. These spirits. He said, no. If I just close my eyes, and then a voice from behind him says, Eben Mudge. I am the ghost of Christmas past, your past, and it's Halo. And he's all, mine? And she is dressed in this tiny-ass little toga with some little Greek goddess shoes on and some... It's, It's inappropriate. That's all I'm saying. And he goes, your past. And perhaps, she says, your past and and and... Your reclamation, come! And he goes, gulp! And she grabs him. And he goes, uh, uh, Black Lightning's all like, is there, is there, this is where it gets tricky, looker. Do you think you could do it? And she goes, if Katana's drugs have deadened Mudge's will enough to let me take control, probing the surface memories will be simple. It's going deeper, that'll be difficult. So they're pretending like they're flying, and all of a sudden, there's an, um, the looker's casting an illusion, like they're going through like some kind of time space thing and um mudge is like where are you taking me ghost and she's all like i said you're past and, and then all of a sudden he he lands in his past she goes we have we've arrived Eben mudge do you recognize this place he goes recognize this say so i was born here and he's looking around at this town and there's a guy with a, a pipe and a christmas present and then she goes, perhaps you remember this event. And he goes, no, spirit, oh, no. And she turns around, and it's, it's a young Mudge talking to this girl. And, he, and he's all, you speak nonsense, girl. And she's all, do I, Eben? I think not. Since the death of your dear friend Morley, your heart has grown cold, and another has replaced me in your life. And he goes, who? Show me who could replace you. And then she goes, this is the woman who now holds your heart. The woman of gold. And she lifts up a gold coin. And he goes, I want security and comfort for us both. That's smart, right? And he's very upset. And he's 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 crying and sobbing. Old, old uh, mudges. And he's like, ghost, must we watch this? Must I relive this pain anew? And then Halo's all like, in her sexy toga, is all like, boy... This better work. If we're putting this poor man, old man, through this for nothing. This is your past, Eben Mudge. And and it's been my task. And um, so the woman gets up off the bench. And, and young Eben is on the, uh, still on the bench. And, she, and the woman says, I will not live on money had that way, Eben. I hope you will be very happy with your bride of gold. And he's like, no, wait. And then um, old Eben's all like, yes, wait, don't let him grow old and alone, unloved spirit, please make her wait. 
And then all of a sudden you hear in the back, Rex, Rex, that's your cue. And then all of a sudden he's all, Eben Mudge, you were in my charge. And he's all like, what? Are you the second of the spirits? And then there's like, it's Metamorpho, dressed like Metamorpho. And they gave him like a Santa Claus cap. Uh, I mean, not a cap, a coat. And, and put like some holly on his head. Really? 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 And, he, and he's all, you bet. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. Great duds, huh? And then uh, backstage, I guess you could call it at this fucking point. Oh, sorry. Um, he's all, Black Lightning's like, good work, Halo. And she goes, yeah, then why do I feel like such a creep? <laughs> Where do you take me, ghost? And, and Metamorpho turns into a, a rocket-powered sled. And he's all, where do you take me, ghost? Back to my haunted past? And he goes, heck no. As a matter of fact, we're taking the local and visiting some relatives of yours. And he's all, Daniel? And so they go down and uh, they're outside the window. Nah. All right, I understand. Excuse me, sorry. But this story always killed me. Um, But I understand. Like, they looked into his memory to get and make him feel like he was in his past. How do they make him feel like he's in the present? Okay? And so he's all, uh, yep, it's Daniel's house. We're just dropping by to make sure it's, you know, and, and give a listen. And um, and it's him and his, and his girlfriend, and they're on the floor, or wife, whatever. I don't know. I don't know their situation. Okay? Um, and, uh, he's all, no need to apologize, honey. My clients will be so impressed that they'll remember to pay me. I don't know what that means. And she goes, I'm glad you like it, Dan. I love the dress you gave me. And so, uh, it's, she goes, may I propose a toast to the richest, meanest man I know, your Uncle Mudge. And, and he's all, whoa, Janice, mean and rich he may be. And he's like, it, I guess it's Christmas morning, and he's got a martini, and she's drinking a Coke. Um, but who am I to judge? But he's also very lonely, and for that, I can't help but pity him. Even though it's his own, it's nothing but his own fault. And he's all, Spirit, take me away from this place, I beg you. Spirit? Spirit, where are you? And then Looker's telling Black Lightning, who's putting on a cloak. She's like, I'm almost through, Lightning. One more treatment ought to do it. Break a leg. And he's all, thanks. And then and then Old Mudge turns around, and there's Black Lightning in, in his Black Lightning costume. But you can't see his face, and he's electrifying his eyeballs, so it looks all freaky. And he goes, no answer? Let me guess. I've seen the ghost of Christmases past and present. Might you be the ghost of Christmas yet to come? No answer again, huh? I will follow you. If only to leave this cursed blackness. It does look a, a, a little lighter up ahead, does it not? And then the butler, person, Parsons, Parson Persons, he's on the phone. And he's like, he won't answer the phone, Mr. St. Clair. The door is locked, and I'm sorry to bother you during your farewell farewell party, but you did want me to keep you posted. And there's Mr. St. Clair, uh, Tommy there, and he's got this big, huge beach party going on with with guys with with uh, 
shorts and button-down shirts and guns and stuff. And he goes, that's why I planted you on, on in Midge's house, part, Pearsons. Parsons, Persons. Good work. I'll be right over. And, and then uh, he yells at uh, one of his goons there. Tommy Sinclair does, and he's, he's, he's hit, the goon is hitting up on a lady in a bikini, and he's all, get some of the junior partners together, Fred. We got a call to make. He's all, right, Mr. Sinclair. And so now Black Lightning and, and Mudge now are in a party, and they're dancing around, and, uh, and Mudge is looking at Black Lightning in his cloak, and freaky eyes and saying, well, I must say, I much prefer this to the previous two journeys because there's a big old party going on. And and, uh, and there's a voice that says, we are gathered here today, my friends, to honor dear our dear friend and beloved colleague, Ben Mudge. And everybody's like, yay. And he's got all these chicks around him. And he's like, yay. And, um, and so he's yelling at uh, Mudge's. Uh, looking at Black Lightning, he's like, you see, Spirit, my future is not so dank after all, is it? I have friends. I have treasure. Huh? What are you pointing at so stubbornly? And then he turned around, and all the girls around Mudge pull out guns. And he goes, now for the final surprise, Eben. This is a farewell party. Everybody shoots him. Blam! Blam! Shoot him in the face, and in the, in the, in the face, and in the chest, and in the tie. Shot him in the tie. Who shoots someone in the tie? Jingle bells, jingle bells. This is Christmas. Um, and then so Evans all like, no, this is my future. Is this my future ghost? Assure me, it may be changed by an altered, altered life. And then. Black Lightning just shows him the tombstone. It says, Eben Mudge, 1920 to 1985. And he's all, no. And then Looker's all like, "I that did it. I've broken through his most guarded memories. I know every tax loophole he ever pl- plugged for Sinclair. Then let's get out of here before Mudge comes around. And then he opens up his eyes. Mudge opens up his eyes. He sees the outsiders sneaking out the window. And he goes, no, won't let it in like that. And then he picks up the phone. And he calls. He goes, hello, police. This is Evan Mudge. I have some information to give you before it's too late. And then Pearson, Parson, Person, he's letting he's letting Sinclair and all his goons in there. And he goes, upstairs, sir. He's calling the police. And I go, no. And then uh, Black Lady's like, can you beat that? All we wanted was information. We we could give to the DA, but he really bought it. Like, uh, all right, I'll save to the end before I go crazy. Um, and he's a, uh, and there and there's like, there oh, lookers all like there are men approaching with hostile intentions, and they kick in the door, and Evan Mudge is just sitting there, and he's about to get shot, and 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 Sinclair's like, Midge, you yellow rat! After all I've done, and they start shooting, and and then Metamorpho turns into a, like a lead wall, and he's like, Not so fast, boys! I wouldn't want you to to ventilate Mudge's brand new leaf and Black Lightning comes down the stairs which I didn't even know there were stairs there but apparently there's stairs because now all of a sudden there's stairs and he kicks he kicks one dude in the face and then um, <laughs> Geoforce got one dude in a headlock and he's melting another dude's gun with like a lava burst and, and Katana's got um, 
Tommy Sinclair and some other hitman guy up against the wall with her blade up to his shoulder, and she says, I haven't had much to do in this case, so please try something rash. And then we go, boom, Los Angeles Times, Wednesday, December 25th, 1988. Sinclair indicted accountant turned state evidence. Oh, my God. So then what happens is, there's cops all over Munge's Munge's place, and then it's like, uh, uh, um, Daniel and his wife show up, and she's like, "I'm Daniel Murdoch, Mr. Mudge's nephew." The district attorney said we can, and he's all, go, "The cops all go right ahead, sir. Merry Christmas." And then uh, Mudge is all, "Daniel, my boy, I finally opened that present you gave me. This gown is wonderful. Why did they buy a guy a gown? I don't know what I mean." But he's all dressed in his leisure. Um, uh, Hugh Hefner gear and shit on Christmas, and then he's all. I heard. I heard you had opened a few other things as well, Uncle. And then uh, he goes, "You mean the testimony? High time, I thought. Will you stay and read a while? It's an old story, but one I never tire of hearing." And, it, and he has the Christmas Carol in his. And then um, the lookers all like the the outsiders are back at their headquarters and they're opening presents and Metamorpho got skis and the looker got a sweater and uh, I can't see what Geoforce has and Black Lightning opens up a, a Texas Instruments computer box and the looker's like where's Gabby she didn't she didn't like the ski cap I gave her and then um, Katana says she liked it very much looker and I think she's feeling much better now. And then she's up in the sky spelling God bless us everyone in her yellow green light where she's got like a Santa hat, hat on and a, and a Christmas bell. And it says into all a good night. Aww. All right. Here's the thing. If all they had to do is drug him and go into his deepest memories, then why did they have to be like... Hey, let's put on a show. I always wanted to perform a Dickens Christmas Carol, but that dang high school drama teacher just wouldn't let me. Just wouldn't let me. He says I couldn't play Scrooge. But guess what? Guess what? Oh, yeah. It's not over, people. There's a bonus Christmas story in the back. Cha-ching. Are you serious? Yes. And we have, "'Twas the week before Christmas, and all through the store, lots of the shoppers were bustling, and here are two more. And it's Katana and Geoforce, uh, not Geoforce, Black Lightning, shopping in a crowded department store. And uh, Black Lightning's like, I really appreciate you helping me shop for a Christmas gift for Lynn, Tatsu, that's her name. And she's all, it's my pleasure, Jeff. That's his name. But I do I do think your gift should be something less intimate than clothing. And he's holding up. Let me tell you something. Black Lightning ain't fooling around. Now, Lynn is his ex-wife at this time. I don't know if that's the case still, but at this time. And uh, he's all, he's holding up bra and panties. Like sexy-ass bra and panties. And he's like, yeah, maybe you're right. I guess... I guess that lets out uh, something like this, huh? And she's all, definitely, hello. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, outside, there's a car pulling up. You got it, Bernie? I got it, Sam. Look, you know I'll come through to you, so why don't you let my boy go, huh? Glad to, Bernie. But only after you've done this. You've, you've done the do for us. I don't know what that means. That's what he says, though. But only after you've done the do for us. And, and there's a little kid in this, this mobster's clutches, and he says, it'll be okay, Dad. Just hurry, huh? And he's all, and Bernie's all, don't worry, son. Everything's going to be all right. You wait and see. Fa-la-la-la-la, kidnapping on Christmas. And um, now, now um, Katana and Black Lightning are looking at, at the jewelry counter. Perhaps some jewelry? And he's all, maybe. But these things are a little out of my salary range. And it's your ex-wife. I don't think King Gregor would, would take too kindly to my charging it to the outsiders. And she's all, I agree. Maybe we should find some more reasonable items. And then some dude, uh, store manager, taps Black Lightning on the shoulder. And he goes, excuse me, sir. But I must ask you not to lean on the glass. The alarm system, you know. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, that's better. Now, how may I help you? And he's like, I'd like to look at that bracelet. And this dude has the balls to say, from our budget collection, if you insist. Man, that's his ex-wife. She's lucky she's getting a present and all. I'll tell you what. Try and come around here with all that budget collection. And so the old guy, Bernie, he's he's dressing up like Santa. He's like, heck of a note to fall right back into the life after a year of going straight. But I got no choice. At least Gary will be okay, and that's the important thing. So now, uh, just like a security guard, he's all, Hey, Berno, how's it going? Still knocking the kids dead with the old ho-ho-hos? And he's all, Knocking them dead, Jimmy. How's by you? And he goes, I'm not complaining. Let the other security guys burn leather looking for pickpockets shoplifters. Tenant to the alarm system's the easiest money I ever made. And he's all, thanks, Jimmy. And Bernie, dude, he pulls a bottle off the table and whacks the security guard Jimmy over the head with it. And he's all, that's all I needed to know. And apparently, every alarm system in the entire store, one on-off switch. That's all you had to do. Pull a lever. And then and he's all, right on time, 3 o'clock. And then the gangster in the car is all, on the dot. The security guards change shifts now. You guys get going, you guys, and make it quiet. And they're all, you know it, boss. And then, um, <laughs> and then he says, there they are. We take care of them. Fo- uh, we, we take care of, of the phone system. And there's this ginormous sign that says, danger, underground telephone cables. Do not dig. Oh, I dig, all right. And so they pour, like, some kind of uh, acid or something on it. And then, um. And, and then all of a sudden, the, the, the snotty salesman's all like, I'm sorry, sir, but there seems to be something amiss with the telephone. I'm unable to verify your credit card at this time. And then Jeff, uh, Black Lightning's like, no problem. How about I get a cup of coffee and come back in a few minutes? Tattoo? And she's all, that would be fine, Jeff. So then they're all walking, and she goes, I wanted to check out their selection of pet toys anyway. And, you know, because they got that cat, the little cat. And then uh, the... Uh, Jewelry guy's like, may I help you, gentlemen? And uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, uh, we'd like to take a look at that item there. And, and the guy puts his face like close to the, 
the salesman puts his face towards the glass case and he goes, which one, sir? You'll have to be more. And the guy grabs the dude's head and smashes the jewel case with it. Like Godfather 2 style. Just like boom. And then everybody hears the breaking glass and, and Katana, Black Lightning turn around. And uh, one of the gangsters says, no need to make a production, you guys. Easy does it. So they just start grabbing the jewelry and whatnot. And uh, Katana's like, I thought I heard glass break. And he's like, me too. Looks like we'll get some practice in. So they go into the dressing rooms. She goes in the women's. He goes in the men's. And they come out as Katana and Black Lightning. And she goes, looks like we'll get more practice before we get to Outsiders HQ in the middle of the ocean on an oil freighter thingy. And she goes, I have no quarrel with that. So you know what happens, man. They show up, and you know there they are, and they're about to shooting uh, guns. And Katana just whips her blades out. She blocks the guns, and then you know everybody just gets their ass kicked. She just kicks everybody's ass. They both do. They're shooting. They're like, you don't rob a place at Christmas time, man. And he's hiding. Black Lightning. He's like hiding behind um, these clothes and mannequins and stuff. And they start shooting him. And then. Uh, he turns around, he sneaks up behind him, and he's like, he's got to be around here somewhere. And he's he's standing behind him, and then um, they're looking for... Now, now on the other side, there's three guys looking for Katana, and uh, she's up at the lights, and um, she jumps off this thing onto the, two, the three guys that were following Black Lightning, and Black Lightning shocks the three guys that were fo- looking for Katana. And then Katana comes down, and she, she she she's in the housewares department, and she cuts the housewares sign down, and it lands on the three criminals. And um, she, she there's one guy about to get up and reach for his gun. She puts a sword in her face. She goes, "Christmas is coming, and if you cooperate with me, you may live to celebrate it." And he's all, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." And then um, Santa Claus, aka Bernie comes up to her and he goes miss there's something you might want to know and then it goes and soon and there's the boss with his kid um with with uh bernie's kid there and um bernie comes out just like santa with a big sack and uh the boss is like what are you doing here where are my boys and he goes they got caught but here's the loot now could gary and me go and he's all you could go but i'm gonna hold your kid for a few days to make sure you cover for me and if they ask and then bernie just grabs the gangster and he's like gary run 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 right so he jumps out gary jumps out and the dude driving the car takes off and then all of a sudden black lightning katana come out and and he's all black lightning like katana stop his wheels and she she whips the sword at the tire and it pops the tire and dude black lightning jumps in the air it does a like it's just just crazy Bruce Lee uh, sidekick through the front windshield and hits the driver straight in the jaw and knocks him out and he's all I'll give this guy a vision of sugar plums or more likely a pile of rocks and then uh, he's all like I think I want to leave your island Mr. Handman you come straight out of a comic book he didn't say that but that's who he looked like and then um the cops are all talking to Bernie, and they're like, well, we can't speak for the DA, mister, but since your boy was in danger and you did help catch these crooks, I think he'll be inclined to take it easy with you. 
and 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 little Gary's all like, "All right," and, and Bernie's all, "Merry Christmas, son." And then for some reason, Black Lightning Katana are in their civvies again, and she's all, "Seemed well, that seemed to work out for the best." And he goes, "Not yet, Tatsu. I still haven't found a present for Lynn." Wah wah, and the whole store's wrecked. And Tatsu just says, "Have you considered a gift certificate?" And I heard Jeff exclaim as they strolled out of sight. Merry Christmas to all. You take credit cards, right? Da 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 da. Boom! And there you go. That was the vol- first episode of Volume Two of the Christmas Spectacular, Craptacular, Craptacular, Spectacular. That was the Outsiders, number five from 1986. And I was 13 years old. How about that? So there you go. So check out our sponsor, DCBService.com, where you could get up to 75% off new comics. That's crazy. That is crazy. So thank you for listening. Um, Thanks for everything. I hope you're going to enjoy these Christmas uh, craptaculars as much as I like doing them. This one was a little long, but we had like a special double feature there. And then I got a case of the tireds because I've been up since early this morning and I'm doing this in mid-afternoon now and it's like I want to take a nap, but I want to do this for you guys. So I apologize for that. We're going to try not to have any of those again ever in the history of ever. Um, So, yeah. So uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at Donnie, T-O-N-N-Y, S-A-L-V-O, at yahoo.com. So that's Donnie Salvo, Donnie, T-O-N-N-Y, S-A-L-V-O, all one word, at yahoo.com. For any questions, comments, requests, whatever, whatever. You know, if I got it, I'll do it. I'm in the process of moving right now again, I know. And uh, I bought a house, people. I did. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I have a lot of comics all over the place and everything. And and I'm going to try and get organized. But, uh, yeah, I will be taking your requests. So if, if if you do have one and if I have the book, I'll be glad to do it. So there you go. And uh, thanks for listening again. Happy holidays. And uh, tune in next week. What? That's right. Next week. For volume two, number two of the Christmas Craptacular Spectacular. Okay, guys. Bye.